Hello and welcome to the spiritguides.co.uk network radio show with your host Mark Chatterton. Tonight we are privileged to have on the show Lorna Byrne from Ireland. Lorna is well known for the fact that she can see and talk to angels, an ability which she has had since she was a baby. She has written two books about her life and how the angels help her. The first is Angels in My Hair, which came out in 2008 and which has become a bestseller all over the world and has been translated into over 20 different languages. The second book, Stairways to Heaven, has recently been published and it looks like it's going to have the same success as Angels in My Hair. So, welcome Lorna. Thank you Mark, my pleasure to talk with you. Right, I'd like to start first, because um, I know you've, ju- you've just come back from a trip to America. Um, how, how did your trip go? It went, it went very well. I, I'd done a speaking event over there and loads of interviews. And um, just America is just ast- it's astonishing to me. It's, it's the new world. Like, you know, um, the people are just becoming more and more open, you know, more and more vibrant over, over there. In a sense, um, the only way I can describe it is like the new, you know, the new race, because people forget that, you know, God has had gathering angels, gathering people from all around the world um, to to one country, and that is, is to America. It is of, of all mixed races and, and, all, and all beliefs. So in a sense, it is um, becoming, you know, the new race, and yet we're all part of it. You know, um, they're just so different from from ourselves here here in Europe. But yet, when people from Europe em- emigrate over there, they become part of. That's the only way I can explain it. Um, from both your books, you've told us a lot about angels and your relationship to them. Not only can you see them, but at times you hold hands with them as if they were humans. Are you aware of any other people in the world who have the same gifts as you, or would you say that you're pretty unique? I I don't know anyone else, and I have always um, been asking God and the angels, is there anyone else? And so far I have been told no. Um, So I know there is no one else at at the moment. Um, I would love that there was, because I would love to meet someone else that sees angels physically, as I do. You know, if you and I were in the same room, we'd be seeing each other physically. And that's the way I, I would see your guardian angel or any other angels that, that would be around you. Um, and I do know that young children see angels as well, but they're very, very young because they have just come from heaven. Yes, because that was my next question, actually. I was going to say that um, you say that children can see angels when they're very young, yet as they grow into adults, they lose this ability would it be possible if a child had parents who believed in angels and they nurtured them in this belief as the child grew older, would would the child be able to keep this ability to see angels as they became an adult? I do. I do believe that. I believe once the par- parents would um, nurture it in the way naturally, you know, not to be forcing it on, on the child. It's like, you know, making the child aware that they have a guardian angel and the child knowing then that there's no fear to to say that my angel, you know, said I wasn't to go and down by the river today, you know, um, and then for the parents to listen and say that's okay, but not to make a big fuss about it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's where parents would make a huge fuss then that the most children would close down because they, they know that, you know, the parents are, you know, 
wanting them to tell them things things that are, are not are not true and um, that that is hard for for a child as well yeah would you say it's possible that adults see angels as physical people in the street every day who look like humans but they're there helping certain people at all and they don't well, realize that they're angels well you you hear about that all over the world and i i can only say to you you know at times you know when an angel is with me that they have made themselves so physically human you know in in appearance that people have made a mistake and said hello to them so yes yeah. people have said hello to 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 angels um, I think maybe for people to be, you know, that bit more aware that if they see someone that is just so perfect looking because they are perfect, you know, um, even in what they would be dressed in, you know, and the clothes and all, all of that. Um, so maybe just to be that little bit more conscious. And, yeah. you know, angels, human angels gives us, gives us messages um, many, many times. It's just another way of expressing it. Would you say that there will be a day when humans can see angels with their own eyes eventually? I know that day will come. You know, I know um, God has shown me some of the futures of, of man, you know, some of the good and the bad, and um, that is one of the good ones. And if, if we keep on, you know, allowing ourselves to grow spiritually and to, to believe a little bit more, um, we will get there. And that is, you know, one of those futures I have seen children, you know, talking with a guardian angel, you know, seeing them physically like I do, and even the parents seeing them physically, and the communication going between, you know, adults, children, and even the guardian angel. So that, that, that will happen one day. And please God, man will make all the right decisions for us to go in that direction. You tell us that angels are sometimes mischievous and imitate people that they're next to does it mean that they've got feelings like humans at all um, i never see an angel what would you say being angry or cross or anything like that they do they do imitate people um, and really that is to cheer them up it's, it's to help to cheer a person up to right. to make them lighter and sometimes you know it was for me myself you know, the angels would do, would just do that. Um, yeah. And it can be very comical, and I do have to be careful in case somebody catches me looking and maybe smiling or starting to laugh, mm. um, because the person might think I'm laughing at them or smiling at them, but it would be the angel as well that I would be watching, imitating them. It's it's a beautiful thing to see. Yeah. You know, um, and please God, we get to that future quicker than than what I believe it will happen. The subject of angels seems to have become big business over the past few years. There's numerous books on angels, angel CDs, angel cards, angel workshops, for example. There's even a World Angel Day. Is there a danger that the subject of angels is getting too commercialised and the real message of the angels is getting lost in all this, do you think? Well, that is what we have to um, be so careful of, and I suppose this is why God and the angels chose the time for, for myself to write, because you have to remember, I've seen them since I was an infant, since I opened my eyes, and, you know, I was considered retarded as a child, and I couldn't read or write, um, and it is God that has chosen this time. The angels used to say I would write about them. And it was the angel Michael that came up behind me one day and said, Lorna, when I was feeling the pram of my young daughter in it, 
it's time for you to write. And I just laughed at him and I said, listen, I can't read or write properly. How on earth is God and you angels, you know, expect me to write? And he just said help would be sent. And that's exactly what happened. Um, it is becoming, com- compar- I can't actually pronounce that word, commercialized. Yeah. You know, and you just have to be very, very careful. Um, I'm just doing what God and the angels have asked me to do, to help to wake people up, you know, spiritually, to help them to realize that they have a guardian angel that never leaves them for one second, so no one is ever alone, and that your guardian angel is the gatekeeper of your soul, and that, you know, it's only a human body that dies, you actually live. And that message alone within within the book is... Um, has given great hope to people, even children. I hear children, you know, coming and saying, now I really know I have a guardian angel and I'm not alone. And even if they're being bullied in school, they ask, you know, their guardian angel to ask the other child's guardian angel to help. And they say it works. You know, I do know it works. Um, and that, that is wonderful when, when, you know, even the young and even, you know, older people are starting to, to acknowledge that, that there's more to us, you know, than just flesh and blood and material things. That, you know, life is so precious and life is the most important thing is to live life. I was going to say, in Angels in My Hair, you describe the experience of dying and going to heaven with your unborn child, but you were told that you had to come back to earth. I don't suppose words could describe that experience, but would you say that was the most important thing that's ever happened to you? I would say to you was one of the most one of the most important things, you know, and you know, having my my child in my arms, you know, and handing it to that beautiful angel that wouldn't allow me go any further. You know, all all those experiences are are so precious, and you know, they're indescribable. And I would only try and describe them as close as possible. Um, and I know I will see my little baby again. Yeah. But, he, you know, my baby won't be a baby as such, you know, in that in that way. And I know my child is, is around me every time, you know, I think of them. And it's the same for every mother out there, you know, that loses a child or miscarries or anything like that. You know, one of the things the angels love us to, loves to hear people say is that um, my child or, or my loved one is an angel in heaven. And the angels say it's a beautiful expression of love, but we must remember that our loved one isn't an angel. Your loved one is a soul, which is more than any angel, because every soul is that little speck of light of God, and that is very, very important. That's what makes us spiritual. That's that's the part of us, you know, that lives lives forever. And that that's the important thing to remember. And the angels just love to be in our presence. You know, and that's another reason why your guardian angel never leaves you for one second, because it's in the presence of that little bit of light of God. And that's what your soul is. So every loved one is more than any angel, because angels are only creatures that God created. I was at your talk in London in September at Alternatives, and someone asked asked you the the question about what's the difference between spirit guides and angels. And I think you said that they were the same. Is is that right? It is, yes. Um, how can I explain? You know, it's different cultures and if, you know, people might call an angel a spirit guide or 
some might even say, you know, the one that guides me is my grandmother. Hmm. But your grandmother isn't um, an angel. It's 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 a soul, and you have to remember, and um, it's your guardian angel that allows in other angels around you, as well as the souls of loved ones around you as well. But they come and go. And yes, different cultures would call them different names. So yes, I okay. I was brought up up a Catholic, and they say they call themselves angels, and they yeah. are just so beautiful, so undescribable un- in one sense only for the human appearance they give within themselves. You say that angels sometimes intervene in human affairs, like saving a person from being hurt in a car crash, for instance. Is that not interfering with that person's free will, would you say? No, I wouldn't say it is. It is in the sense, it's what way would I say it? You know, this person is meant to live. It's like, you know, someone is in a car crash and you, you would often hear people say, you know, how did I get out of that car and walk away? And the cars and bits. It, it is again because it's not your time to go. So they do everything to to protect you so that you don't go before your time. When bad things happen to a person, such as being attacked in some way, people are going to say, "Why don't the angels intervene to stop that person getting hurt?" Hurt. I know that's that's a, a one question that so many many people ask all yeah. the time. And all as I can say to people is that they do interact to try and protect you from getting hurt. You know, um, you could have been, you know, at a pub, maybe out having a drink, and you you could, you know, just get a feeling inside of you, whatever way your angel communicates with you, that you should leave now, or don't um, don't drink anymore. You know, it can be various things, but most of the time we ignore we ignore those warnings. It's just like, um, you know, you, be, you could be told to turn right, but instead you go left. You just say, oh, no, I, that's, that, that, that's silly. Um, they're great teachers, and, and they do protect us, you know, but most of the time we, we don't listen, we do the opposite. And it is to try and say to yourself, well, next time um, I'll go right when, when I get that strong feeling, whatever way your angel communicates with you, just kind of do it. And... Um, I'm hearing from people now all over the world saying that they're doing that more and more and it's actually making life easier, you know, and it is saving them from, from different things. It could be, you know, a guardian angel gives you a strong feeling, you know, that you're to slow down when you're driving your car, you yeah. know, in, in that in that way. You should actually slow slow down. You know, some people would say, well, I slowed down and nothing happened. But that's, that's the thing, nothing happened because you did slow down. Yeah. Would you say um, there's any truth in the belief that there's an angel hierarchy with archangels, dominions, principalities, power, etc., the further up you go? Um, the only way I can explain that, I know Michael, the angel Michael is an archangel, but they don't, um, well, for myself, they have never shown... Um, you know, authority in that way, the way we we would we would think, you know, the way with generals and the police and you know, like the president and and all of that, they they just seem to work in such harmony. It's it's like you know, they know the angel Michael is an archangel, but you know, the, there's no squibbles or squall, you know, that 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 kind of thing. Um, I just see them working in harmony all of the time, but there is there is rank as such, but not in the way that that we humanly believe it should be. 
everything is beyond our comprehension. Yeah. Apart from seeing angels, you can also see the spirits of people who have died. Could you explain how, how they differ from the angels that you see? Um, how can I say that? The spirit of someone, of, of a soul, you know, I, I suppose the best would be to explain, you know, my little brother. You know, when, when I was a young child, yeah. you know, I would play with him and all of that. And at times, you know, he would be an infant in, in my mom's arms when she would be asleep in the chair. And as a young child, I never questioned that. To me, that seemed normal. And one day when I was playing with him, you know, we actually touched in front of the fire. And his hand went into mine and mine went into his and it just sparkled and I just laughed. It was actually beautiful. And that was the time they told me my little brother was a soul. He was perfect and he was more beautiful than, than the angels. You know, it's so, and I, I still see him to this day, you know, on different occasions. And um, when, when he comes back, um, just to let me know he's, he's fine or, or to give a message um, to, to my mom. Um, his soul is just so beautiful. It's just like even my husband's soul when, when he was very ill and his soul sat up, you know, out of his body. The soul fills every part of the body and it's so crystal clear, it's so perfect. It's so, I actually don't have words to describe the soul. You know, I'm I'm searching for words. It's 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 so unique, so so beautiful. Um and all as I can say, even that time when, when my husband's soul sat up out of his body, you know, the angel said, I must not touch. Mm-hmm. You know, and I would have loved to have touched, you know, um, just to see what maybe it felt like, you know. But I could see everything of my husband within within the soul, but it was perfect. And just, well, just so beautiful. You, you don't have words. You know, I haven't found words yet to, to describe the soul. I'm, I'm still searching because the soul is more beautiful than any angel. And yet angels are absolutely beautiful. And I find it so hard to describe them only for the human appearance they give within themselves. Many people experience seeing the same numbers on clocks and their mobile phones like 1111 or 2222. Some people have said that it's the angels letting us know that they're here with us. Have you any thoughts on, on that at all? Well, angels let us know um, that they're here with us, you know, loads of different ways. You know, sometimes, you know, it would be numbers or sometimes it would even be a feather. Is that what you mean? Like yeah. a sign for yeah, a person. That, that's right. Yeah, some, sometimes people, you know, even for myself at times, you know, when, when I'd be sitting maybe doing this interview and I know there's angels behind me, they might start, you know, dimming the light, you know, just letting me know that they're right behind me. You know, they, they do all kinds of things. You know, sometimes they can even give a, a person, you know, um, you know, on their hand. Sometimes people would say to me, you know, their finger would will go on tingly and they know that that's the angel right there beside, beside them. Um, and the angels pull my hair. They're always doing it. Hence the title of your book. Angels in my hair, yeah. 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 You know, um, they give people just so many different signs and it can even be a bird or, or out of the blue, you know, um, an angel can get an animal, a small animal or even a big animal, you know, to to come into your garden and sit there and allow you to watch it, you know, or even in, in, into your home. They know what you need. 
you know, that will give you comfort. But sometimes we don't notice these signs. We we don't say, why did, you know, that animal hop into my garden and, you know, just look at me and nibble on the grass. And, you know, that has never happened before in my life. And it is just to think of, you know, what you're actually going through and they're actually giving you a sign. You know, I'd meet people who would say, you know, I've been asking for signs and signs. I always remember meeting this woman and she came to a book signing and you know when she had left after queuing for something like five hours she said and she said she only saw me for two minutes she got into a taxi you know to the train station and the taxi driver asked her where had she been and he, she said at, at the book signing and he turned around and said oh I have her phone number the only taxi driver in the whole of Ireland that has my phone number she got into that taxi Yeah, <laughs> you know and um he gave it to her, and she rang me, and I don't usually answer my phone unless the angels say, I'm to answer it, and they told me to answer it for that phone call, and it was her, and she still couldn't see the signs. Yeah. yeah. You know, that was a miracle, you know, in that, in that way. It is to awaken ourselves and to see the sign, signs and to see the hope there. Right. One phenomenon that has happened over the past few years with people using digital cameras is that on the pictures they they see the presence of orbs in the photos are these angels or spirits as some people suggest i would say some of them sometimes an angel will give the sign of an orb if if you know someone needs it you know needs that hope needs that faith within within themselves but sometimes it's it's just the camera itself or it can be just you know just energy it depends on 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 what's happening within that person's life, not all of the time, but a lot of the time, I would say as well. I I don't take photographs, so they have never done it for me as such. So I I, I just say to the angel sometimes, well, maybe I should start taking photographs, but they tell me not to bother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting to see what the results would be. What would be heat? Um, I'd just like to mention your book, Stairways to Heaven, because um, you you talk about an angel called Jimazen, is, is that right how you pronounce it? Yeah. Um, who's, you say, you say is the gatekeeper of the earth, and he's constantly trying to control Mother Earth because of what humans are doing to the planet. Uh, w- with the question of the environment and everything, there'll be a lot of people listening tonight who will be saying, what can I do to help the planet? I feel so helpless with all these big corporations taking over and exploiting the planet for their own ends. What would you say to them? Well, I, I would say to them, we all have to help um, the angel Jimison, you know, so we actually need to stand up and be counted because he's he's a beautiful angel and, you know, even scares me when, when I see him, you know, because he's so emotional in, in so many ways to, to calm Mother Earth and to keep the, this earth safe for us all. Um, it's to stand up and be counted and, you know, even a sweet paper, you know, recycle, do everything, everything you can, and don't cut down trees unless you absolutely have to. You know, um, if if a factory close to you or or a big national, uh, multinationals are putting stuff into the water, it's like you know you have to, you know, put your name on a piece of paper and sign it, and say you don't want this. You have to speak up and be counted, because one of the futures that God has shown me. It's where, you know, and it's, it's it's not a good future. It's where this earth has become, you know, so dry, 
you know, where where Mother Earth had to move herself so, so much to try and keep the planet alive because of all of the things um, we we are doing. You know, so we, we have to, when a hole is made in the Earth, we need to fill it back in and we have to stop polluting our rivers. There is so much we can do. Each, each and every one of us, and, and we, we all make a difference. So you basically do something, don't, don't do nothing, do something. Do, do something, any, anything, even make, you know, the young children, you know, conscious of, you know, keeping a place clean and recycling stuff, you know, and, you know, not destroying the plants or, or, or the animals because, you know, as I said, in, in that future, there. There is no plants and no animals. You know, there is so, so few. Um, and we don't want the children of the future to say, you know, why didn't they stop this from happening? Why do I not have flowers and, and trees like what we have now? Yeah. You know, you, 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 we have to remember the children of the future, not just the children now, but the children of the future. Also in Stairways to Heaven... You tell us about souls who have reincarnated back to Earth. You say that it's quite unusual for souls to reincarnate, as most souls want to stay in heaven when they get there. So when people go through the process of past life regression and they say they've had several past lives, is this not true then? I don't think it's as true as much as people are saying because I I have to tell people the truth and I only can tell them what I see and I haven't seen it in great abundance but yet I do see it and I have seen it more maybe a bit now more as such because I'm traveling but still it is really very very rare and one reason I would say maybe people would think that they have a past life you know when they actually don't is because at different times you know, at times I have seen, you know, from the time I was a young a young child, I would see with an infant, you know, a newly born infant, I would see a soul. Just these beautiful souls that constantly stand beside an infant that has been born and they're speaking to them constantly and telling them of their life and giving them strength and of character for for this infant. And I know sometimes that that is what happens, that sometimes the infant remembers. And, you know, a young child might speak of something and then the parents turn around and say, oh, well, that must have been a past life. How could the child describe that in such detail? You know, you have to remember, you have to live this life. This is the life that's important. Nothing else. Right. Um... 2010 has been a difficult year for the people of Ireland. Have you anything to say to our Irish listeners about what is going to happen in Ireland next year? Well, I would say say to the Irish and, you know, to, to the whole world to remember that there is great hope. I know we're going to get through this and, you know, what is happening at the moment, you know, um, with money and all material, it is only all material things, you know, and it is a wake-up call what has happened you know, to to help us to realize that there is more to life than just material things. Um, and I'd hear from so many people saying, you know, it, it has been a wake-up call. You know, now they realize, you know, that there's, once they have their wife and their children or their family or their friends, you know, that that is more more important. And um, we'll get through this. All of this will be sorted out. And it all had to do with greed. You know, yeah. people wanting more and more. 
you have to remember you can't take any material thing with to heaven with you. Only your soul, only all, all your memories and your love and even even your heart. And we have to share it. So it is a wake up call. This is this is what has happened to wake us to wake us back up thinking, to stop us thinking that life is only about material things. It's not. Right. We'll get through this. Yeah. I want people to smile now and be happy. We'll get through we'll get through this. And people will look look back and say, you know, it wasn't that hard, we only thought it was. We yeah. we still have to keep prices down. We can't I know if man um wants to put prices way back up like the way they did for property and stuff like that, um if we go back to that it's going to collapse ten times worse. Yeah. So we just, the people of Ireland and all around the world, we just can't allow that to happen. So we can't allow the multinational companies um, to to rule everything. We we have to say no, and the Irish people are doing that. And I know they're doing it in England as well. They're standing up and being counted. Yeah. Going on from there, a lot of people are talking about the year 2012 and saying it's going to be the end of an era or perhaps the start of a new one. Do you see any significance in the year 2012, or would you say that people are reading too much into it? Um, I have asked the angels about that, and they tell me not to, to worry. We're actually going through it. It is the wake-up call. It is what's happening now, and it may get a little worse before it gets better, but it, that depends on us on how much we wake up. You know, so the angels don't have me worried about it. I just pray and ask that people and people just just listen and and grow spiritually because you have to remember this is what is happening. It is part of evolution as well of the body and soul. Because that's the next question I was going to ask you, actually. Um, In Stairways to Heaven, you mentioned that one of the um, possible futures is that the human body and the soul are to become one. Could you explain a little bit more about this concept? And the way I can explain it is, you know, the human body and the soul actually become one. It, it is that the human body becomes perfect. Yeah. You know, they're both joined together. It doesn't get sick or anything like that. Um, I'd have to smile because, you know, nobody is overweight or nobody is underweight. We're actually perfect because the soul and the body has joined together, has become one. And imagine that beauty. Imagine that perfectness. You know, um, I know I'm not going to be around when that happens. I'd love to be, because then that would mean to be very, very close. Um, that That is one of the futures of, of man, where, where man becomes so so perfect in that, in that way and, you know, makes this earth, you know, that little glimpse of heaven. And it is the time where, where God says, well, do you want to leave or do you want to stay? Because God will never take his children unless, you know, we say so when, when we get to that stage. So would you say that with this, that will be heaven on earth eventually? Yes, it would be heaven on earth, earth for for as long as, well, a glimpse of it. It, would, it wouldn't be fully, but it would be a big portion of it, you know, um, because we would have made this world so, so perfect. And, and we ourselves would become so perfect, but yet we would still be enjoying life. It would be totally different. I know that some of the things you say, you, you've had a bit of opposition to what you're saying from other people. How, how do you deal with that? Um, I actually
usually don't mind because people have to remember I can only tell you what God and the angels have shown me all my life and what they have taught me. I actually can't tell you anything else. Like, you know, sometimes if somebody says to me, you know, well, we have always believed, you know, that was round. Um, and now you're, Lorna, saying it's it's square or it's oval. Um, I still have to say it's square or it's oval. I, I can't say it's round if... If if I'm not being shown it's round, yeah, and it's just it's just like um, when my editor at one stage said, you know, Lorna, we never knew angels' feet don't touch the ground. You have to remember, for me, it's just so natural. It's only when somebody would ask a question, you know, I said, oh God, I I I thought everybody knew that. You know, it was only when the editor had said it, I I realized that no, everybody doesn't. Obviously, with the success of your your books, you've started to travel to different countries all right, around the world. Are there any particular countries that you'd like to visit if you could? Yeah, well, to me, the world is one big country. Yeah. Because you have to remember, I haven't been educated, and you know, um, I have enjoyed America. I have I have enjoyed being over in England. There is just so much beauty in every country that I've gone to, and that's why I call the world one big country. There's so much beauty in, in, in everything of every culture. I'm just so amazed at it. And, you know, one of the most beautiful things is that the angels are all the same, no matter where I go. And, and that, that is beautiful. And every human being's soul is the same as well. And it's just so wonderful you know, to see the light of the guardian angel and angels around people, no matter what part of the world I'm in, and just to watch sometimes, you know, the angels helping a person even crossing the road or or, or whispering into a person's ear, you know, and giving them the confidence they, they, they need. It's just, it's just so wonderful, but yet it's so natural for me. I know um, that your your book, um, Stairways to Heaven, is going to be released in America next year. What sort of plans have you got ready for 2011? Any particular places you're going to go to at all? Um, I know I'm going to be going over. God, this is the part I'm not very good at. <laughs> this is definitely the part I'm not. Um, because to me, the world is just one, one country. I know I will be going back to the States, but I know, I think it's New Zealand and that, you know. All right, you're um, going right across the world yeah, to the other side. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm going to be because I've been asked over, you know, and by the publishers and all all of that, you know, um, because the people want me over there to you know to sign their books and and to talk and I know they must have so many questions as well. It's just that both books at at the moment are just giving so much hope to people, and it doesn't matter where they're from. You know, even even when I hear from people saying, you know, from China or Japan, you know, that they have the book, you know, that that is that is beautiful to hear, and how you hear that um, it has changed their lives, has given them back hope. You know, that's what life is about. I used to say to to the angels, you know, if the book would have one person in the world, I actually would have been very happy. I probably would have sat back and said, that's great, you know, but it's it's just helping, you know, both books are just helping so many people. And of all religions, you know, even I, I hear from priests and nuns and even rabbis and ministers, you know, and, and they're saying, you know, keep up the good work. Don't don't give up at all. You have given us back faith. Yeah. And that's beautiful to hear. That's good. 
presumably you've you've got a third book eventually coming out would that happen yeah. next year or we have to wait um, a bit longer for that i think you should have to wait a bit a bit longer god has and the angels have me so busy i don't know how i can fit in no. that that's what i just say how am i going to fit all this in um but it, it, i'll be starting the third book after after christmas yeah okay one final question um obviously with christmas coming up is there a message you'd like to leave with everyone listening Yes, I, yeah, I, I would. I would love people just to remember that God um, pours out angels at this time of the year onto the earth, you know, and every, from the time I was a little child, I used to see angels fly over homes and drop balls of light, and they would just explode. And I never told anyone about another angel. I, I just see very broad, very big male, it's like male masculine angel, dressed in a cloak, but with the little gold treads, and you see the light of that angel. And I just see that angel like walking down the mountains, the only way I can describe it, not like other angels coming here so fast or falling here so fast, but just walking down and walking among among the people. And guardian angels are that don't speak to them, but yet there's a communication there. And the guardian angels and other angels know why they're there, and they're here for Christmas here at this time time of the year and they touch everyone giving back you know that hope that that we all need that that little speck that we all need and um, and they touch people's souls as they walk by it's just beautiful to see and um, it's like you know they have this enormous hand and have never described this part and you know they touch it's like it goes into the human body and touches the soul. It's absolutely beautiful to see. I've just asked people to make sure, because one of the most important messages the angels are giving is to make sure that nobody is alone this Christmas. And the first thing people should do is look into their family and see is there anyone in their family that is alone this Christmas and then out into your neighborhood because we don't want to hear this Christmas that people have committed suicide because they were alone. So a little gesture of even a card to someone or, you know, that smile and inviting them over for a cup of tea, you know, anything. Just make sure no one is alone this Christmas, man, woman or child. Well, thank you very much, Lorna, for your time and for all that you've said tonight. And wish wish you you very well for uh, next year. and, And I'm sure you're going to have much success with, with the message of the angels and wish you well. Thank you very much. I wish much. you well and a happy Christmas as well. And a, happy Christmas and a great to you. new year. <laughs> okay. Oh, Both okay. of you and, and Ian as well. Okay. Okay. God bless. Yes. God bye bless. bye. God bless you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye bye.